0: Swag money.
1: I'm going to make that swag money the cold open. I'm just going to put that right before the credits. It's going to be really good. Oh, shit. To the Fresh Podcast Market, I'm Panda, and I'm here with my friend Teresa. How you doing, Teresa? Hey, Panda.
0: I don't know. I have nothing going on. Actually, that's not a, that's a lie. I do have things going on with my life, but I have nothing exciting to announce. How are you?
1: I am doing just fine. Here, at the Fresh Podcast Market. We are a real podcast about fake podcasts, and it is my turn to go first. And this isn't really, I'm going to do two ideas, because this first idea is kind of just a springboard off of a previous idea that we have talked about. But because I learned an interesting fact today, I want to incorporate that into a podcast idea.
0: Okay, give me the goods.
1: So the first podcast idea that I was going to give you is, so I mentioned previously an etymology podcast, and then you told me there's already a podcast about etymology, which is totally cool. But I was thinking a specific podcast for detailing the history of words that are used commonly, but that have like secretly terrible origins. Oh, I'm gonna give you the example. This is my fun fact that I learned today. I've always heard the term cakewalk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cakewalk is brutal. I didn't know this until literally 10 minutes ago. Okay, so yeah, because I'm an idiot. They grew in Mississippi where we don't wear shoes. So like... (laughs) So I had always heard the term cakewalk and Jimmy wanted me to point out that I'm literally wearing overalls right now but that's because I'm gay not because I live in the south. Anyway. Farm culture. I mean they're like cut off jort overalls that I have cuffed the edges of. so it's gay culture not farm culture. The only pair of like short
0: overalls that I own are from my college roommate's minion Halloween costume. And she was like, do you want these? I was like, fuck yeah, I do. So there's like a little bit of fabric glue on them, but like I still wear them (laughs) really a lot
1: amazing thank you so I had always heard the term cakewalk which I assume the listener is familiar with this term but a cakewalk is generally something that is very easy to accomplish what I learned today a little bit of history I thought that cakewalks came from I had heard of a cakewalk before but my concept of a cakewalk was that there used to be this like festival that my church or not my church my elementary school would put on and like they would have a cakewalk where you would like walk in a circle and there would be like a it was like a circle that was done on the ground in duct tape but it was done like Sectioned off pieces inside the circle, and they all had numbers on them. And when you walked in the cakewalk, if you landed on a space that had a number, then you got a cake that corresponded with that number that was like on a table or whatever. And so you won the cake. And so when I always heard the term cakewalk, I assumed that this was just a normal thing that happened at like fall festival type events and that that's what they were alluding to was this idea of oh you just walk in a circle and you win a cake. I learned recently however that that is not where the term cakewalk comes from and I was very mistaken and that a cakewalk was a dancing contest held among african americans in which a cake was awarded as a prize and so a cakewalk is kind of a racist term but it's something that we use a lot in like normal people when they hear the term cakewalk they probably don't think about that right yeah i mean i i mean you do because you know now this is some fun uh i guess North
0: versus South discourse right here, but in elementary school, I learned one of Cakewalk's
1: origins. I'm not gonna lie. It is entirely possible that they told me this in elementary school and I was just like an ADHD kid not paying attention. Loves it. I mean, I could have missed that. But like, I feel like there are a lot of terms like Cakewalk or I can't think of anything else off the top of my head because I'm terrible, but
0: i have a suggestion for a term yeah totally the prodigal son a lot of people say prodigal like, son yeah yeah thank you i can never speak prodigal son and how like they're considered to be like the greatest the blessing whatever the hell of the family but in reality the term stems from oh my god what piece of literature i can't remember I thought the prodigal son
1: came from the bible possibly maybe i don't fucking know
0: Projectal I son, sun uh, Origin Thank you Google for my life The uh, prize in the sun Yeah it is It's from the bible you are absolutely right Thanks Teresa for Being a godless heathen
1: I grew up in the south we just get that stuff By default <laughs> Yeah so uh, I was raised
0: By heavily Roman Catholic family But you don't see me praying to god So the term itself, like, is usually used to, like, praise your child, like, your favorite child or, like, your best child or the, like, the child who's been gone away and then, like, who's come home. But in reality, uh, the progenal son is somebody that's, like, turned their back on their family and is usually used negatively or, like, sarcastically originally. And now it's morphed into something different. Or, I mean, like, even... You could talk about blood is thicker than water.
1: I was thinking more in the vein, not necessarily of like things that people- Words that are misused. I wasn't thinking necessarily about words that are misused, but words that are like commonplace that have like horrible origins. That's fair. I just don't know how many words there are like that. I mean, there probably are tons. It would probably be a limited run podcast, admittedly. But I was just thinking about like, and like I said, this was like a mini idea that I was just thinking like a podcast that detailed the history of like words that we still use that people don't know the awful origin of would be really interesting.
0: That's fair. I get that. Do you have a name for this mini one? though? Oh, no, I don't. Do we want to take a hot second to figure it out since it's a podcast within a podcast? Sure. Um
1: word vomit
0: Ooh, that's because it's
1: about words that are that are bad secretly and also word vomit is a term
0: i love the term
1: word vomit but yeah pack that bad boy in word vomit wins give me give me your real idea my real idea is a is a podcast about like body piercing because i i don't know listeners may not know i have a lot of ear piercings but also like I just find like piercings like the history of body jewelry and stuff like that really interesting and I think for a like a a body piercing podcast you could devote like an episode to piercings like throughout different cultures in history and like the history of like certain certain areas of the body being pierced and certain types of piercings in that way. I don't know I just really like the more ear piercings that I got the more I started looking into like different kinds of piercings and like the history of piercings and stuff and i don't know that stuff just really fascinates me like because there are so many different cultural norms for like different types of piercings like in the u.s in particular like you basically just can only have ear piercings and that be lobe ear piercings and that be considered normal but that's not necessarily the case for like different cultures across like history
0: that makes sense I would be more enthused about this podcast if I had more experience in piercings. Do you have any peer- ear piercings? I do. I just have my ears pierced, and that's it. There was like a time period where I thought about getting my nose pierced, and I was like, you don't "That you window's
1: gone." Piercing, admittedly.
0: Saying, I think I would look too edgy, and, it's, <laughs> and I already look edgy enough to a lot of people. But yeah, I only have my
1: just my single hole. Producer Jimmy over here is saying that you should get a bridge piercing, which is where they pierce that very top part of your nose. No, thank you. I know exactly what a bridge piercing is. No, no, thank you. I'm a big baby. He looked back at me and he was like pinching the bridge of his nose. No, Jimmy.
0: I am afraid of pain. Understandable. And
1: I fear, I fear pain. You know what's crazy to me is that, like, I hate needles most of the time. Like, getting shots is awful, but, like, putting a needle through my ear doesn't really bother me that much. That's fair. I mean, I re-pierce my ears constantly. I have had to re-pierce parts of my ear that, like, like, my cartilage or whatever because I didn't have an earring in there for too long and it closed up. Yeah, um, this is
0: gross to people. I'm sorry. but uh, mm, Gross time. Delicious. Slorp, slorp. Um, <laughs> okay, now you made it bad. So my left ear healed properly. So the first time I got my ears pierced, I was eight years old. Wow. And instead of doing, like, both of them at the same time, my mo- so my mom was like, I'm not getting her ears pierced when she's a baby. Like, that's one more thing I got to deal with. I'm not dealing with her ears pierced. <laughs> my dad was like, let's get her ears pierced. Let's get her ears pierced. Mom's like, fuck no. I'm going to have to take care of this dumbass baby with her ears pierced. So my mom never got my ears pierced. So when I was like eight, a friend wanted her ears pierced for her birthday. So my mom's like, kid, you want your ears pierced too? And I was like, yeah, sure. I was like, I'm pretty much the same person as I was my whole entire life. So, like, my friend was a little nervous, like, I'll do it! And so I got one ear pierced, and I was done. I was like, this is terrible, never again. I, like, cried. So for a while, I was, like, walking around with, like, one earring in my ear. And so that was my
1: right ear, I think. Yeah. Wait, so it was your right ear? Yeah. So it was my right ear. Have you ever... You've probably heard of the, the gay ear, the gay piercing... Both ears are the gay ears at this point, Pam. I know, I'm I'm just saying, for eight-year-old you, this is pretty prophetic.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It really is. But, so, that year, when I was 13, I was like, that's it. I do want my ears pierced. So, Teresa returns to the chair, and the girl at Claire's is like, why do you have, like, a half a hole? And I'm like... And my mom, like, gives me this look. And just put the fucking gun to my ear, bitch. Yeah. And so if you look at my right ear, I have, like, a half. Like, I have, like, a really, really faded hole. And then I have my actual hole. But so because this hole was so close, I lost my train of thought. Oh, so, yeah, the inside of my ear, where my earring hole is, it's like a duck vagina. It kind of just branches out in random spaces. So only one of them is the way through my whole entire ear, but there's just, like, little little spaces where my earring can go in but won't come out of. So, like, whenever I uh, put an earring in on my right ear, it's kind of like, oh, boy, here we go, risking my life again. So that's, that's my ear-piercing story that shouldn't have taken nearly as long as it did.
1: Sorry. I'm sorry, of I can all the things it. I expected to hear on this podcast today, my other earring hole is like a duck vagina is not one that I anticipated. Hey.
0: <laughs> I
1: mean, that's the best way
0: to describe it, because, like, duck vaginas have, like, secret hidden passages that you can avoid getting knocked up. And so, in turn, my ear is like a microscopic duck vagina, and I have to re-pierce my ear very frequently.
1: So, yeah. Okay, but yeah, I just I think body modification is really interesting, and because there's also all sorts of like weird types of piercings. Like, have you ever heard of like corset piercings? Yeah, those gross me the fuck. They are I incredibly don't... gross, but I would love to hear somebody do like a history of like how those came about and like whether like how they've like gone come and gone in popularity. You know what grosses
0: me out? How bad dermal piercings smell.
1: I've just heard enough like
0: horror stories, you know? And my cousin has one. And I was like, aren't those supposed to like only last for four months? And she's like, no, they last until you take them out. And I was like, what the fuck? You can have that for like 50 years? And she's like,
1: yeah. I used to know somebody that had like the dermal piercings in like her cheeks. And she had them for a few years, but she eventually took them out. (laughs)
0: yeah i would assume so i mean my cousin has her, like right on her collarbone so it's kind of not noticeable unless you know it's there and i don't like that i don't like for instance i was watching i tanya and the only thing i noticed when they were like zooming up on margot robbie's face was that she had clearly a scar from a nose piercing and i was like huh shrimp arresting why didn't they shop that out But yeah, maybe, dare I say I'm piercing phobic? I think this has some merit, and especially it would have an audience that would enjoy this podcast.
1: Do you have a name for this podcast? I was thinking, like, Through the Needle or something, Uh, because it makes me think of, like, Through Time, but it's not a really good name, it's just the only thing I could think of. It's not. Oh, you didn't have to say it. Thanks, Teresa. (laughs) <laughs> you suck,
0: pand. <laughs> I don't know. Pierce,
1: pierce, pierce, piercing the veil. I stop. I was thinking that too, but I. I knew it. I pulled it. it out of your brain and brought it to life.
0: <laughs> Thanks. I hate it. I'm sorry the microphone is like right on. oh my god I'm actually eating a microphone right now but <laughs> <laughs> sorry I really need to buy like a real microphone I'm so sorry dear listeners that I have just been using a pair of shitty headphone microphone for the past like three months my life is a mess and I keep going to buy a microphone and I keep forgetting piercing pa-pa, pa-pa, piercing you're so great, you're so palooza. I got nothing. Yeah, I don't either. Cool. Does that mean it's my turn? It is your turn! Unfortunate, because I don't really have anything to bring to the table. Let's check my list. Okay, here's here's a hot mess of a of a podcast that we can talk about. So, you know the internet game Hamlet Driller,
1: Kanye? I assume... I, I don't, but I'm going to make a guess and say that... This is taking a statement made from either Drill, Hamlet, or Kanye, and then having you guess who said... Exactly.
0: So, I suggest a podcast where people have to guess if it's a Star Wars thing or a Star Trek thing. And this may be easy to some people who really, really, really like either one of those series. However, if you are blessed with a lack of knowledge such as myself, this becomes a disaster of a podcast. See,
1: that was actually going to be my next thing that I was going to say, is that the best way to do this would be to have people who have barely any familiarity with both series like maybe maybe they're like a casual fan they saw a couple of star wars movies in theaters like they saw the reboot of star trek but like you can't have like hardcore fans because then it's gonna be no fun everybody's gonna get the answers right but if you got like lay people non-sci-fi fans to guess that would be so fucking funny me for example, Teresa, for example,
0: Teresa, when am I not my own example? True. Very true. Teresa, for example, has only seen uh, episode four and five of Star Wars. I mean, not bad in terms of Star Wars movies to watch. Yeah, I literally haven't seen a single Star Wars until I was 20 years old. And then I've seen only the reboots of Star Trek and that's it.
1: Yeah, see, so you would be great on this podcast because it would be hilarious to see what you would get wrong and what you would get right.
0: But also, I think there are, like, some people who really, really, really give a shit about Star Trek. I mean, but, yeah. like, only really, really care about one specific, like, season.
1: That's true. A lot of people like Star Trek, but a lot of people also really hone in on, like, their pet season of Star Trek.
0: Yeah, so, like, shout out to a friend of the show, even though she doesn't fucking listen to us, Kate. Hi, Kate. Uh, Kate really, like, hey, Kate, she really, really likes The Next Generation, like, a lot. And I told her, so she dragged me to the Star Trek exhibit that's touring right now. Oh, my God, I was going to ask you how it was, but you probably don't care. It was fun. It was fun. It told me that I would be, like, an actual, like, because it, if you take the tests and stuff like that, it'll tell you what you should take, like, what your position would be in Starfleet. And, I mean, first of all, obviously, Starfleet's number one idiot bard would be me. However, idiot bard wasn't an option. So, they were like, ugh, you'd be command. And I was like, command?
1: Me? I guess. Because when I think of people who should be in command... You are definitely at the top of the list. Thank you. I mean, I do
0: have some commanding experience, and I am a pretty charismatic bitch when I need to be. Here's the
1: thing. I don't think that you would, like, seek out command. What would happen is that you would be saddled with a whole bunch of people who don't want to command, and you would be like, "Oh, I guess I will do this since no one else is going to. Yeah, that's pretty
0: much what happens. And if you make, like, eye contact with me the wrong way, I will start to cry. And that ain't, that ain't. I would watch a whole season
1: of Star Trek with you as the captain.
0: Oh, my God. I would be so emotionally distraught. It would be, like, slow. It could be, like, filmed, like, like a season of The Office. But I'm Michael Scott. <laughs> captain Kirk. Is that his name? Captain well, Kirk? There's Kirk yeah.
1: and there's Picard. And there's Spock. Gainway.
0: I like Spock. Spock's a good boy. Spock is a good boy. I only like Spock because of his eyebrows. Did you know that the very first Slash slash fiction was Kirk Spock? Fuck yeah, I did. I knew you Did you know that Quark is a sex symbol? Cause you sure fucking is? I did know that, actually. (laughs) I I whispered Quark is a sex symbol to Kate in the middle of the exhibit and she almost punched (laughs) me. She should have. But um, honestly, she was like, shut up off so i think it'd be really like see how like i'm just bullshitting my way through this like yeah i totally know stuff about star wars and star trek no i don't first of all i don't even refer to r2d2 as r2d2 i just refer to it as little r2 because in episode 4 they called r2 little r2 and it made me cry i was so emotional over it that like i can only refer to it as r2 at little r2 and i what the fuck is What's the orange and white little cuckball's name? BB-8. BB-8. There we go. BB-8. <laughs> of course, the fucking meme of that little cuckball comes up to me first before its actual name. I strictly refer to it. I strictly refer to BB-8 as Beepo. If you that's ever hear fine. me talk about Beepo, that's BB-8 in my heart. And like knowing my dumb ass, I'd be like BB-8's good. BB-8. I'd be like, Beepo. And they're like no. And I'd be like, that's, it, that's, it, that's its name. Beepo it's is very good. good. Also, while we're on the topic of me having bad Star Wars and Star Trek opinions, I hate when people gender Beepo. First of all, Beepo is my daughter. My (laughs) daughter. Daughter. Beepo is my daughter, even though Beepo doesn't have a gender. Beepo is gender neutral have you
1: seen that have you seen that clip of oscar isaac being like hmm what is gender or whatever talking about bb8 that's yeah i have it's
0: and that's how good. we should all feel about bbh and every time i hear people referring to bb8 as a him or a her i'm just like it's a robot don't robot rights <laughs> like please but I love Beepo, and I would die for Beepo. But, like, ask me anything about Star Wars other than Beepo knowledge or things about R2-D2, and I'd be like, who the fuck? CP3O's anxiety, that's relatable. And I I kind of like Jabba the Hut, but I know Jabba the Hutt's bad. And I like Jar Jar Binks. Jar Jar Binks <laughs> was a criminal of circumstance. Justice for Jar Jar. I mean, frankly, I'm kind of talking out of my ass, but justice for Jar Jar
1: in my heart. So, like, as famous as we are for staying on topic, I'm going to diverge here. Do you know about what was supposed to happen with Jar Jar Banks? allegedly? No, I don't. Oh, Teresa. I don't even know what happens to him in canon either. Teresa, I know, nothing. my love, I am going to impart to you some forbidden knowledge. And it's not forbidden because it's on the internet. I also love Luke Skywalker's Christmas special poncho. That's
0: all I know. That's my only Star Wars knowledge is about the Christmas special that everybody hates, but I love. So,
1: okay, there is a – it's technically still at the level of fan theory, even though it it has – In a roundabout way, been confirmed by the voice actor for Jar Jar Binks. But supposedly the original plan for Jar Jar Binks as a character was that he was going to be like a Sith Lord and he was going to be like a big bad character who was pretending to be an idiot and manipulating things. Because people thought he was an idiot. But due to fan outrage after the release of episode one and how much everybody fucking hated Jar Jar Binks, they apparently George Lucas totally scrapped that idea and decided to go in a different direction. I would, I love Jar
0: Jar. I'm so
1: sad. There's actually, there's like a whole lot of like, sub, like, evidence to substantiate the idea part. that like actually I think it was episode 2 where there was Jar Jar yeah episode 2 had Jar Jar and like after the release of episode 2 and everybody hated Jar Jar they like totally revamped the whole thing and Jar Jar was made into like a totally different character but there's like heavy evidence to suggest that that was the direction that the movies were going to go in until it was changed that
0: is fucked fucking...
1: I had secretly hoped for a long time that that was still gonna be the case when they started to come out with episode 7, but alas. Bring back Jar Jar. Bring back Jar Jar. Uh, Do we have a name for this podcast? Trek Wars.
0: That works. Oh my god. Okay, so Star Wars is in a galaxy far, far away and Star Trek is space... fuck. I don't know that whole opening thing. Uh, Let's look at it where no man has gone before it can always be where no galaxy has gone before
1: that's a good idea too where no galaxy has gone before and it's a combination of both of them there probably are podcasts
0: like this but we just don't know because we're not like super fans or anything we're not
1: nerds we're not i mean
0: we are i know
1: i know we are that's the joke
0: (laughs) thanks (laughs) <laughs> so i think it's time we wrap up this episode
1: i'm not sure i don't remember how much longer we talked in the beginning of this it was only five i do okay because i wasn't paying the fuck attention don't worry for once in my fucking life i was oh look at you paying attention thanks if you'd like to follow us on twitter you can do that at fresh pod market if you'd like to follow me on twitter you can do that at m where can they follow you on twitter Teresa? You can
0: follow me at Vacunia v i c u n a d. I almost forgot to spell how it fuck. You sounded forgot. a little unsure
1: there for a second.
0: Yeah, let me let me let me take that from the top. Uh, you can follow me at Vacunia v i c u n a d. If you're interested in following us on Tumblr, that's at Fresh Podcast Market, where you can send us ideas for a podcast
1: as well as you can send that to our email or to our Twitter. Our email is freshpodcastmarket at gmail.com. And if you would like to buy something with our logo on it, you can do that at the link that is in our pinned tweet on our previously mentioned Twitter. If you'd like to support the show for $3 at a time, you can do that at ko-fi.com slash and if you liked our theme song, that was Cul-de-Sac Sunset by Hopefully Not Bad Lib on SoundCloud.com. Yeah. You Thank did you for it. joining me at the Fresh Podcast Market, Teresa. Thanks for joining me at the Fresh Podcast
0: Market. Don't forget everybody Oh, fuck my ass. I messed that up. <laughs> Thanks for joining me at the Fresh Podcast Market, Pan. Everybody, it's time to go to a galaxy far, far away. Have a good one.